Ineffable Holiday, 2021, a Good Omens fan fiction series, written by Ineffable Toreshi, read aloud by Sky Asimaru. If you enjoy this podfic, you can check out the original story on Archive of Our Own. If you would like to hear more of my recordings or see some of my own work, you can find me through the pen and screen name of Sky Asimaru. Ineffable Holiday, 2021, Day 1, Mittens If Aziraphale hadn't known better, he would have thought that a certain young boy from Tadfield had graduated from influencing the weather in his own backyard to that of the greater part of England. Autumn was never what you would call warm in this area of the world, but the fact was that it had been fairly mild until, seemingly, the rollover of the clock from November 30th to December 1st. Then, as though a switch had been flipped somewhere, the weather had suddenly become quite brisk, and a fluffy but heavy snow had begun to fall. Aziraphale watched it from the front windows of the bookshop, a soft smile on his lips and a sigh in his chest. It was rather lovely, even if a part of him mourned the temporary disappearance of the sun. He'd decided to open the shop that morning when he saw the flakes gently drifting down from the sky. Customers, as a general rule, were his least favorite part of the holiday season. But he did enjoy an excuse to toss a few miracles about to those in need. And the turning of the season always seemed to bring out the stress in those who were in the most need. So he'd spent the day suffering indignant holiday shoppers in order to suss out those who were deserving of a bit of angelic blessing. Now the hour was growing late, the angel was growing tired, and it was time to venture back out into the chill to head back home to the South Downs. The only problem was that the demon who had transported him here first thing that morning had disappeared somewhere throughout the day and was still nowhere to be seen. He searched the rest of the bookshop and the upstairs flat thoroughly before accepting for certain that Crowley was most certainly not hiding anywhere within it. As well, when he attempted calling the demons mobile, there was no response. It would have been worrying, as Crowley very rarely failed to pick up a call. But Aziraphale could feel a faint whiff of the demon's unharmed essence nearby, so he knew that he couldn't have gotten too far and wasn't in danger. As the last of the sunlight disappeared and the streetlights outside grew bright, Aziraphale sighed and moved toward the bookshop door, resigning himself to wandering about Soho until he discovered where his foolish husband had gotten to. He was trying very hard not to be annoyed, but the darker it got outside, 
the more he wanted to be home, with a good book and a mug of hot cocoa, and Crowley's vanishing act was rather getting in the way of that. It was with some frustration, therefore, that he reached for his winter clothing and thrust a hand in his pocket for the bookshop key, only to feel something wriggle at him. He pulled his hand back out of his pocket in shock. <gasps> oh! Once the immediate surprise had passed, realization set in, and Aziraphale carefully reached back into the pocket and gently wrapped his fingers around the small, wriggling mass that had taken up residence in the depths of his outfit. With a smile twitching upon his lips, he lifted his hand, upon which was a twisted circle of black and red coils with a tiny head poking out from between them, just enough for bright golden eyes to be visible. There you are, darling. <laughs> Aziraphale chuckled. All former annoyance melted away. I'd been wondering what became of you, you know. A tiny, twitching tongue flickered out, and the head sank back into the coils a little further. Ah, I see. Aziraphale sighed, failing to hide his smile. Has the sudden cold snap been a bit too much for you, love? The little head poked back out again and nodded slowly. Aziraphale's heart felt as though it might burst. He cradled his silly little serpent close to his chest and leaned down to press a soft kiss to his adorable little snout. Well, he said in a low voice, you certainly can't drive us home in this state, so I suppose I'll have to warm you up first, hmm? He looked up at his winter clothing, still hanging from the coat rack by the door, and grinned. I have an excellent idea, darling. A few moments later, Aziraphale was all bundled up and holding a hand with a tartan print mitten covering it up to his heart. Beneath the mitten, silky coils wrapped around his wrist and fingers, and a pair of shining eyes peered up at him from the little hole he'd torn in the top of the fingers. Comfortable, my dear heart? the angel asked. The response was another flicker of tiny tongue and a gentle squeeze of the coils around his ring finger. Hmm. Do you think you'll be warm enough to take us home after I do a bit of window shopping? Another flicker, another squeeze. Aziraphale's heart soared. Lovely. Let's take a winter wonderland walk, shall we? The voice was soft and projected directly into the angel's mind, and it was positively overwhelmed with adoration. Love you, angel. I love you too, darling. I love you too. End of day one. Thank you for reading. Happy holidays, everyone. Please drop by the archive and let the author know what you thought of their work.